Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Good morning, everybody. Happy post-Independence Day. I hope you had a marvelous one. Um, yesterday, there were some places um, that didn't have such a great 4th of July celebration. Like in Highland Park, where a deranged leftist by the name of Bobby Cremo. No, he's not a Trump guy. He's not a MAGA guy. The attack where he shot, killed a bunch of people, wounded others, occurred despite a red flag law and a ton of other very stringent anti-gun measures. And then, sadly... There was an active shooter reported the 4th of July celebration in Philadelphia. Two cops got shot. Twelve people got injured in a stampede over a false rumor of an active shooter at Orlando's 4th of July fireworks celebration. The Highland Park shooter... Bobby Cremo was known to law enforcement before the mass shooting on Monday. Hmm. We'll talk a little bit about that today. We're going to talk about what's relevant politically. It's making a difference in people's lives because there is a couple of polls that emerged over the weekend there's one that only 18% of independent voters approve of Joe Biden's job performance. This is a big deal. Now, granted, independent voters do not vote in the numbers that Republican and Democrat voters do. But they are the swing vote. There's no question about it. And in Oregon, of course, as you know, the unaffiliated voters or independent voters are the largest voting bloc in the state. So that largest voting block in the state by massive numbers disapproves of you and your performance as a president. You've got problems. More importantly, you've got problems in other places. There's a story. I mean, this this does impact down ballot races. There's just no question about it. There's a story from the Washington Examiner about Democrat Congressman defeated Kurt Schrader. And in this story, where it it talks about how his district was redrawn and he's a victim of that, and the parties moved to the left, 
That's true. The party has moved to the left. There's no question about that. But the polling that is talked about here in this Washington Examiner article makes an important observation. Here's what it is. Schrader, and this is not just Kurt, um, you know, I've served with Kurt, know him well. This is not just him being, you know, upset that he lost. He has not decided, by the way, the story notes, if he's going to endorse a Republican. He said the party, the Democrat Party, has moved too far to the left and has now been taken over by the socialist wing of the party. He doesn't think that the gal who beat him, Jamie McLeod Skinner, is going to do well against the Republican nominee, Happy Valley Mayor, Mayor, former Happy Valley Mayor, Lori Chavez de Reamer. You see, in the same poll that was taken here, in fact, he said, uh, and, and this is this is powerful, he said the I think, quote, this is what Kurt said, I think the red wave begins in Oregon, Oregon's 5th district. He said that's unfortunate. Well, from his perspective of being a Democrat, I suppose it is. For those of us who believe in liberty, it ain't. You see, the polling in early June now, there's a, there's a world of time between now or the early June after the primary election when Kurt Schrader lost. That polling of time, that, that time period shows of 572 voters in the 5th District, 45% said they would select a generic Republican over a generic Democrat, 42%. The race got closer when specific candidates were on the ballot testing the gal who beat Kurt versus Lori. But in a district that is overwhelmingly Democrat, because the Democrats running the legislature drew it that way, Lori Chavez still beats McLeod Skinner, only by one point. So it's well within the margin of error. 17% of the voters said they weren't sure who they were going to vote for. But they note, those numbers spell bad news for McLeod Skinner. This is the gal, the woman. Isn't it amazing, by the way, how Democrats have figured out that after Roe versus Wade, that there are actually women? Too bad Biden's new Supreme Court justice doesn't know that. At any rate, the numbers spell bad news. The story says from McLeod Skinner, considering the demographics and other opinions of the people who were polled. Now, this is important. And I, I'm going somewhere with all of this. So just just hang with me. 
Respondents overwhelmingly answered, the story writes, in favor of answers that typically signal Democrat priorities, including 50% saying they viewed fossil fuel companies unfavorably, and a whopping 80% say they had an unfavorable opinion of pharmaceutical companies. Now, remember, McLeod Skinner just hammered Kurt on his ties to pharmaceutical companies. Now, what many of you don't know is that he inherited a fortune because his uncle was the founder of a pharmaceutical company, okay? Here's the deal, folks. Respondents, I wanna go back to this. Respondents overwhelmingly answered in favor of answers that typically signal Democrat priorities. So these are more leftist Democrats. 40% of the people polled were Democrats. Only 32% were Republicans. Now, given what I just told you, how is it possible that in a district that is overwhelmingly Democrat, that a poll shows the Republican who says she's pro-life Beating the Democrat, including all of the respondents. What it tells you is this, folks. They polled a lot more Democrats than Republicans. By eight percentage points. And guess what? Republicans beating the Democrats. Okay, you got other things going on out there, but and we'll get to them as we go along, including another poll showing that Trump is still America's most popular politician. This is a Harris poll, Harvard-Harris poll. Despite seven years, as a story in Breitbart by John Nolte, despite seven years and billions of corporate dollars to spent to destroy him, despite two fake impeachment, impeachment and the kangaroo January 6th committee, Trump's favorable rating is higher than any other politician in America, including politicians that the corporate media spent billions propping up, like AOC. The poll was taken in late June, long after, I mean, four days after Roe versus Wade was released on the 24th. 42% of the respondents have a favorable opinion of Trump. You know who the next highest is? Bernie Sanders, the socialist. who's three points ahead of Mike Pence, who's third place, and four points ahead of his fraudulency, Joe Biden. They also, the 26% of those polled have a very favorable view of Trump. And who's in second place there with a very favorable view? Ron DeSantis. Now, only two politicians enjoy a net favorable rating, meaning their favorable rating is higher than their unfavorable rating. That's DeSantis, 
who is up by six points, 34% favorable, 28% unfavorable, and Tim Scott, black U.S. Senator, Republican from South Carolina. He's up three points. Trump, along with everybody else, is underwater. Even though Trump is the has the highest favorable rating of any politician in America right now. He has a 50% unfavorable. Biden is down 16%, 38% unfavorable, or 54% unfavorable, rather, 38% favorable. Kamala is 13% underwater. Now, no matter what, folks, Donald Trump, despite all the lies and the smears in the kangaroo courts and what Liz Cheney is saying this weekend about and Mitt Romney and his op-ed, the Republican Party's finished if they choose Trump again. No, it ain't, you idiots. It ain't by any stretch of the imagination. And this and other polls prove it. Lies, smears, kangaroo courts, billions in corporate media spent against them, and this guy is still the most popular politician in America. What does that tell you about where America is? What does it tell you about where the Republican Party is? I've got an interesting email from a state employee who shall never be named about the Republican Party and what we ought to do about it. More to come. Don't go away. 503 589 Talk on 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, 503-589-1220 is that power of Buke GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. I promise you I'm going somewhere with all of this, okay? So just hang tight. Also, friends, if you're looking for a contractor that you can trust, call Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Man of faith, and he lives it in how he works with you. How he treats you, how he works very hard to make sure you're a very satisfied customer. If you go to his website, you'll see that. Some of the great endorsements from very satisfied customers and frankly, some great before and after pictures of kitchen and bathroom remodels. It's RighteousRenovations.com. If you heard Eric's interview that we did a couple of weeks ago, you'll know he does things a little differently. Quality is all he's interested in, more than quantity. RighteousRenovations.com. By the way, uh, thanks to Timothy, um, the Breitbart story about the Guatemalan president of Guatemala. He's suggesting that Biden is letting drugs in from Venezuela to negotiate 
oil. Hmm. That's interesting. Wouldn't that be treason? Yeah, it would be. But it's all okay, apparently. Friends, if you think it's bad now, Biden wants to clamp down on Trump's plan to pump more oil. He's got new limits on offshore drilling and wants to block. It's not good. There's other things that aren't good, and we'll get to them. But, folks, this shooting over the weekend was by a crazy guy. The Highland Park attack occurred despite red flag laws and other stringent gun licensing requirements and numerous other gun controls did not prevent the July 4th Highland Park attack. Michael Bloomberg's Every Town for Gun Safety, which is very active in Oregon, lists Illinois as the state with the sixth most strong, the strongest gun laws in the country. Gabby Gifford's gun control group gives Illinois a grade of A- minus on gun control. Illinois, and this is relevant because we have IP-17 that's going to go to the ballot, which does the same things that did not prevent the Highland Park shooter. Remember this show, what this show is about, right? You having persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Do you think you could have a conversation with someone who's persuadable, who maybe talks about the horrible shooting? You could say something like, did you know that Illinois has a red flag law, has a waiting period for gun purchases? Says you have to get a permit to buy a gun has domestic violence gun laws, restricts open carry, and numerous other gun controls. Including some of the cities have bans on assault weapons and how many bullets can be in a magazine. Like Cook County has one. The city of Highland Park has an assault weapons ban and bans large capacity magazines. And did you know that these are the same exact things that are in IP-17 that apparently we're going to get to vote on? It didn't stop a crazy guy from shooting up a parade. Why would it stop a crazy guy in Oregon? Let me say that again. Just so you get it. Everything in IP-17 that we're going to get to vote on is already in place in Highland Park. 
everything, even more. And it still didn't stop a crazy guy with a gun. The only thing that would have stopped the crazy guy with a gun is what happens every day in America, according to the FBI, and that's a good guy with a gun, whether it's a cop or it's a citizen. Stops bad guys in America because we have guns and bad people are going to get them. And no matter how many new laws you put on the place, the criminals, the crazy people don't care. Now, the Democrat Party has moved far to the left and they're going to try to use this issue. Because they have to distract from the real issue. And you know what that real issue is? Right now, it's inflation, inflation, inflation. Period. People are feeling it's high cost of living. Who's responsible for it? Well, it's not hard to figure out. The people in charge. What can the Republican Party do about it? Well, we'll talk about that. Because the Republican Party, at least in Oregon, is relatively ineffective. Back in a moment at 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. So if, as defeated Democrat Congressman Kurt Schrader says, the Democrat Party has moved too far to the left, has been overtaken by the socialist wing of the party, is that an opportunity? For Republicans. Well, you would think so. But yet, in Oregon's history, when we've had these shifts, and they are generational shifts in many ways, Republican Party doesn't seem to have been in the lead. Doesn't seem to have been working to make it all happen. Why? With Biden's approval rating at 18%, according to one poll with independence, with Trump still being the most popular politician in America with the highest approval rating. No kidding, folks. What does that tell you? But the opportunity that is before us. Yes, in 2010, Republicans in Oregon, there was a wave election nationally. Republicans in Oregon picked up a lot of seats, went to a 30-30 tie in the House and barely missed a 15-15 tie in the Senate because of Barack Hussein Obama and his policies. Now, what's happening in America right now today 
is that on steroids? Yet, Republican Party as a party seems pretty ineffective with what's going on. Back in 2010, there was a wave election in Oregon, right? Republicans got elected, but was that because the Republican Party played a role in it? Or was it just the mood of the people? More about this and to the phones uh, shortly. 503-589-1220. The Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Here's an idiot mayor in Philadelphia blaming the July 4th violence on the Supreme Court decision. Stunning, isn't it? That you can have IP-17, which we're going to vote on, Everything about IP-17 that they want to put in place in Oregon is already in place in Highland Park and did not and would not have stopped that shooting or the Philadelphia shooting. Crazy, isn't it? Somehow, rational people have to take over. I'll get to the phones here. i got to remind you, Pfeiffer Roofing, friends. You know, we had a little bit of rain a few minutes ago. We're going to have rain showers kind of on and off for the next couple of days. And it's going to get nice and dry. This is the perfect time for you to call Pfeiffer Roofing. Because every time it rains, some of you know your roof is leaking. You've seen it. You've seen the damage from it. And you know it's diminishing the value of your home or your building, including a commercial building. Call Pfeiffer Roofing. Now's the time to have them come and give you a free estimate about what it would take to fix, clean up, or repair, or even maybe even replace your roof. Give them a call, 503-647-4725, 647-4725, or visit their website at pfeifferroofing.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-E-R, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, Roofing. Been around a while, second-generation, family-owned company since 1978. Pfeiffer Roofing, 647-4725. Let's go to the phones. We'll start first with Art, and then we'll go to Rich. Art, good morning. Jeff, that man used a semi-automatic hunting rifle. It was not an assault weapon. It was a semi-automatic hunting rifle that he used with a scope. We gotta, we gotta get rid of that assault thing because they only assault people if loonies go out there and do lunatic things, which we all know that guy was. And there's going to be more and more evidence that you know. Um, Health is the biggest way that we curtail some of this stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of reasons why all this is happening, uh, but it isn't because of hunting rifles. It's because of all the things that are occurring in our country, like the drugs they give 
people uh, that turn them into loonies, uh, which is a topic for another time. Um, I, w- I wanted to say, Jeff, uh, and I had to make that statement because we got to change the narrative of the news media and the crazy left-wing loonies uh, because all they do is tell lies, Jeff. They don't get to the root of the evil, and it is evil. They don't address the issues in a professional way, and that that's why we're not making as much progress as we could be making uh, on the shape of our country. But it is because of the left wing. Now, on the Kurt Schrader, they, the left wing, have been wanting to get rid of Kurt Schrader because of the way he voted for a long time, and they finally did it uh, by redrawing the, uh, you know, the boundaries and stuff. But they have been actively trying to go, the Democrats have been actively trying to go further left, uh, and they're accomplishing their goal slowly but surely. And that's why we need to definitely be proactive uh, to end what's going on in our state. we gotta, we got to hold our candidates accountable, whoever the heck they are, into committing to actually solving the problems of our state and make sure they do it. Um, and my opinion uh, is, of course, the third-party candidate unfortunately, is our best chance because our Republican Party uh, just will not address issues and be vocal. Now, part of the problem is the news media because they bend and twist Yes, things. that's true. That's right. Um, and, and, and so we need to focus and focus like a laser on addressing these issues. Now, Jeff, the, our voting is as corrupt as hell here in Oregon. Uh, there is no doubt in my mind. And uh, we need to be focused on that, too, because what happened in 2010, uh, you know, was legitimate. But now that ain't going to happen because the Democrats have control of the vote. And they're going to make damn sure that their candidates win enough to maintain their hold on our state, unless we do something about it. So what's that thing we do about it, then? Well, Jeff, we hold our leaders responsible, like Shamia Fagan. I mean, we should be filing, if she allows that thing on the gun to go on the ballot, we should file a lawsuit against her because it's unconstitutional. That bill is unconstitutional, and she has a responsibility to protect our rights under the Constitution. And and I know we've touched on that a little bit, but we have to do it. We have to get our leaders, and I'm just one guy out here 
we got to have a big groundswell of people exposing this garbage. And well, and that oh, gets us back to the Republican Party. Art, thanks for your thoughts on that. Um, before we go to Rich quickly, Dale writes a text. says, if indeed Trump is still the most popular politician, that's truly remarkable considering the manacle never-ending assault upon him. Yeah, it is. Rich, your thoughts. Morning. Morning. Um, I kind of isolated myself this weekend, but this Highland Park thing. Um, doesn't Chicago have a lot of shootings anyway every day, every weekend? Yeah, over the weekend, I, I think there were uh, like 100 people shot, almost. Yeah. So... <laughs> situation normal right they don't report it because it's not on the agenda the idea of uh kurt schrader saying that they went left he's been left all his life i I look at his voting record it's appalling i mean he couldn't even stand up for uh, daylight saving time starting a regular time i know (laughs) He, he couldn't even stand up for that for since we're on daylight saving time why don't we just stay on it rather than have to go to winter and then back to daylight again that's because the people wanted it, so they want to show control. As far as the party's concerned, it's like Dan Bongino says, most Republicans are Democrats. So the Republican Party here in Oregon is the Republican Party in name only. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that on the other side of the break. Thanks, Rich. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Okay. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And no, the Highland Park shooter was not a MAGA supporter. In fact, he was at a Trump rally dressed as Antifa. Took a picture of himself. And lots of his tweets, lots of his tweets supported leftist politicians. Yeah, he's mocking. He's got a Trump flag on him, and he's obviously mocking it. Guy's crazy. But he supported Democrats. Tweets are still up there. He was not a MAGA supporter. Just need to be informed, folks. You also need to be informed about one of the great companies that advertises with us, Freedom Heating and Air. Yeah, in about, what, four or five days, like like next Sunday, we're supposed to have 90-degree temperatures. If you are not comfortable at home, or in your business, you really need to call them. You got a few days of decent temperatures here to have them come out and get your problem fixed. Whatever that might be, they'll come out and give you an assessment of it, and they come out right away. That's one of the best things about Freedom Heating and Air. 
their emergency services. Give them a call. They've got great discounts for veterans or senior citizens. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Rosalie writes me an email about Jamie McLeod Skinner. She said, I lived in Phoenix, this is Phoenix, Oregon, where McLeod was hired from San Francisco over Oregon applicants. She created so much chaos and dissension among the employees of the city in a very short period of time that many of them, including the department heads, showed up at the council meeting demanding she would be fired or they would quit. The council fired her. Then she decided to run against Greg Walden for District 4. Although I don't remember the exact details. I don't think it was District 4. That, that was DeFazio's district. Anyway, it's District 2. Although I don't remember the exact details, details, she somehow became friendly with the Skinner family in Eastern Oregon and usurped their name to try to get bona fides with the Eastern Oregon people. The Skinner family wasn't happy. We beat her soundly. She's not only a Tina Kotek twin, She's a phony. And Lori must win with our help. I also wrote a letter to Schrader requesting he support Lori as Jamie is not someone who will be supporting, who will be supporting the squad and not Oregon. Just wait. I think that's where this is headed. I do. I think Kurt Schrader is going to, I just got a gut feeling, he is going to endorse, and this would be the time to do it if you're ever going to do it, that he would, and especially with Betsy Johnson out there as the independent, I think Kurt, it's very likely he could change his party affiliation and just go on public record as endorsing the Republican, Lori Chavez de Reamer. Now. Where's the Republican Party? Where's the Republican Party in all of this? Well, it's according to this state employee who shall never be named. Republican Party is ineffective and is. Well, is filled with infighting. You know, there's an old saying, right? A house divided against itself cannot stand. That's really true. This person wants me to engage in a several day process of exploring this topic. Why is it? What's going on with the Republican Party in Oregon? And interview people like Dallas Hurd and Herman Baratsiger, who just resigned. What are the weaknesses and the failures of the Oregon Republican Party with from the people who have knowledge and insight? How do we fix the party? Because it's apparent, this person writes, that, quote, it is dysfunctional, disorganized, disunited, and void of conservative vision and leadership. The idea for a series of shows is a suggestion, but there really is an elephant, pardon the pun, in the room. And until the elephant begins to act like a conservative and passionate elephant should, it seems useless and a waste of time and resources to back the Oregon Republican Party. We're not talking about Republicans. Although with Christine Drazen, there's lots of Republicans like me who 
are just not interested in supporting her for a host of reasons, not just because she's a rhino and voted against every voted for every bad anti-cop bill there is, was, voted for the tampons and boys bathroom bills, refused to walk out and negotiate her way back in with strength and kill bad bills like the gun bill that Anna, by the way, Anna for schools, I wrote, I read to you the letter about how she criticized this CHL comment from one of the Salem-Kaiser school board members, because they're considering banning CHL holders. That law that allows them to do that is a direct result of Christine Drazen getting bought off for money, folks. That's the truth of it, no matter what she says. Every Republican member got $2 million for their district to spend. It's a fact. Check it out. You don't believe me. Senate members got four million. Anna got a response from this member of the board of Salem-Kaiser School District asserting that it's simple and easy to get a concealed carry permit. It is not, folks. Now, to this person's credit, they have decided that they're willing to meet with Anna. Anna is going to take her up on it. And Anna is going to bring three veterans with her. That are all CHL holders because this Salem-Kaiser school board member is asserting that George Zimmerman, remember from Florida, had a CHL. And that's true, he did. He did not commit a random act of violence. He defended his life. And Anna points that out. That's the inconsistent problem with this leftist school board member's thinking. The Republican Party, folks, in Oregon is disorganized and has been and been ineffective for a long time. The question needs to be asked, why? Why is that the case? But even if they are and they cannot get it together because the reasons behind it don't seem to change, that's the definition of Einstein's insanity, right? What he called insane, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's what we're doing in the Republican Party. The opportunity is there for us, folks. It's right in front of us. Look at the polling numbers. Look at what Kurt Schrader is suggesting. Look at inflation. This is where you come in, friends. Every one of you have the right and the ability to influence the thinking of someone else. Use, I hope, you get something to benefit and use it to do just that. But you hear on this show. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope it will be too. Keep blessed. Keep fighting. Keep praying. See you then. Dead home. Somewhere where you